In this Guided Talks, Robert talks to Paul Holbrook. Paul is an author and leadership rebel who, after 20 years managing rapid technology change in the City of London, decided that he'd had enough of standing by, watching the toxic effects that accidental managers had on their people and themselves. From that moment, he decided he wanted to spend his time creating a world of better led people. Robert and Paul discuss the uncomfortable truth about how we waste time at work, why you need a diary detox to become more productive, and why you need to plan the life that you really want to lead. Hello and welcome to Guide to Talks. And today I am absolutely delighted with someone who claims we can challenge that, but I hope it's true, to be able to give us back a whole a whole day a week. And this is uh, the wonderful Paul Holbrook. So hello, Paul, and it's an absolute pleasure to uh, be interviewing and talking to you. Hello. It is, it is a pleasure for you to be talking to me today. It certainly is. It absolutely is. So without, without, without further ado, uh, this book, yeah, what, what are you, what are you, I'm not sure how you say it, what are you doing, or 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 whichever way, um, just give us a bit of a background to who you are and how you ended up writing the book. Uh, well, I, you know, I like the fact that you're not sure how to say it, because I think that's part of the reason I called it that, because it could be said in all kinds of ways. I think the overriding way that I think about it when I hear it and it was very different to the way Chris Evans said it when he when he, he spoke about it on his radio show, was I, I kind of go, what are you doing? Just what are you doing? Um, and I think it came out of, you know, I, I spent 20 years um, working in banks in the city of London. I was a technologist. And the amount of time I would spend looking at people, mostly managers, if I'm honest, and looking at what they fill their time with and they're kind of running around with their hair on fire and they're kind of panicking. And you just look at them and go, what on earth are you doing? And that's kind of where my story started about five years ago. Um, I probably I spent 20 years in the back in the banks and I thought, you know what, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go and try and do something about it. So the book didn't actually come at the very beginning of that five year journey. You know, it came about two or three years in. So I left to change the story of those people who I was watching. Um, and so I created, well, I, I first uh, I, I first trained to be a coach, um, a leadership coach. All right. Um, but then as I started talking to people, once I qualified as a, as a coach, and as I started talking to people, marketing my own business to those people that were struggling, the first thing and probably the most consistent thing they would say to me is, it sounds really interesting, but I just don't have any time to talk to you. And I heard it so many times, I got really fed up of it. And eventually I thought, well, if that's the biggest problem people are telling me about, then maybe I should try and fix that first. And so I had a little thing, just because of the way I think about time, I had a little kind of technique that I used to use when I was running divisions of, mm. of 350 people. And I decided, well, why don't I use that little technique with these people as a way of opening the door and giving them a bit of time to talk about the things that I surmise they probably needed to talk about. Um, that probably became more interesting to people than anything else I was talking about. And it naturally became um, a product in itself. And that was where the diary detox was born. So I was delivering that to people in person. And then I started creating courses that you would deliver to groups and it started to grow. 
And then I kind of realised that the place I really wanted to give this to was the organisations I used to work for, even though I swore I'd never go back. But I didn't want to leave behind people who were watching this, the entrepreneurs, the people who have a really good idea about what they want to do, but they just struggle to find the time to do it. So the book was a way of capturing that knowledge so that when somebody came to me who wasn't part of a large organisation and said, how do I get back time? I could say, well, go read this. And it will give them all of the techniques that I have behind creating the diary details. But, but, the, but the, the time thing is, is, is it's, it's a lot more complicated than just giving back, back someone time. But, but just, just to, I mean, I've got, I'm running a meeting tomorrow and two people said, oh, I'm not sure if we can turn up because we're running out of time. And you kind of think, well, actually, no, that, that's because you don't have enough respect for the thing that we're doing. That's, that's the problem. The problem, the problem is you think you've got something more important. Anyhow, without, before we go down that, that rabbit hole, <laughs> uh, um, uh, I mean, where, where, where's the best place to start in describing the book to people? Well, I think where you just were was quite interesting, actually, because um, one of the biggest arguments or um, objections that people will use for pretty much anything, you know, you're selling them something, they'll say, oh, yeah, but I don't have time for it. Or would you like to come and do this? Oh, I don't have time for it. And for me, it's 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 an illusion. You, you actually have all the time you need. You know, you've got people in the world who are billionaires and they've created these empires of 168 hours, which, believe it or not, is exactly the same number of hours you have every week. So what is it about them that they have that you don't? Well, it's firstly, I'd say it's a it's a clarity. It's a clarity about what it is you actually want to achieve and a discipline in giving you the focus to actually go and achieve it. So and, and you're right. When somebody says, I don't have time, that's actually not what they don't have. Usually what they're actually saying, you could translate it to, I don't think that's important right now. But of course, everybody would feel really uncomfortable if every time you ask them something, they say, I don't think that's very important. It's a very impolite thing or perceived to be a very impolite thing to say. But that's exactly what is going on. I don't have time to come to your meeting because I've got another meeting that I'm going to that's actually more important. Because if you turn around to somebody who whose parent or loved one was in hospital and they had a completely full diary of meetings all day and you said yeah, 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 yeah. Your, your parents just gone to hospital have you got time to come they wouldn't say oh i haven't got time they'd be there in a heartbeat yeah. because that's the most important thing so i think it's about focus and it's about discipline in uh, in 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 following that focus so isn't isn't one of the one of the dangers that you and we'll, we'll come to that obviously you give someone back a day and they just fill it up with the same rubbish that they had there in the first place, but it's just slightly different rubbish. I mean, or, or are you saying, which would be my vote, would be on this one, don't work Monday to Friday, <laughs> take Friday off, because if you take Friday off, you'll do so much strategic, big thinking, and, and, and because you never get a great idea in front of a laptop, so just work. So, so what's what's? I mean, is it is it horses for courses, or or are, 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 I mean, I'm definitely really interested to understand your your approach to that. It depends on what you think of taking time off to mean. Um, so for me, taking time off means not working. And and you're right. Some of your best ideas will actually come when you're not consciously thinking about work. You know, you go and do exercise. 
oh, that thing that is in your subconscious has been working through, it comes to you at that moment. So I, I think there's kind of two answers here. So um, I'm doing some work with the four day week movement at the moment. And some organizations are really concerned. Their people are concerned that if you try and put us on a four day week, we're gonna have to fit five days worth of work into four days. What they don't realize, and this is part of what Diary Detox shows you is, and this is why I say it'll give you a day back in your diary every week, is that usually when I go and look at organizations or individuals, and we use the diary detox techniques to get some kind of a reflection on what they're already doing, because that's quite a big part of it, is reflecting on what you're already doing. Usually about 20% of it or more is spent doing stuff that adds no value whatsoever. And so if you can spot that that's not adding any value and you can put all of that stuff into the same day, well, then you've got two choices. You can either take that day off and achieve nothing less, because by definition, you're just not doing anything all on the same day. Or you can think about how you would rather better spend that time and work five days of the week, maybe putting some time to the side for strategic thinking, maybe looking at how you can create a succession plan and make yourself not the only person that your business is dependent upon, etc. So it's kind of down to you. Do you want to work less time but still achieve the same results? Or do you want to work the time that you're supposed to be working but get more value out of the time that you're spending it's entirely up to you and that's what the the method is there to do is get is to get you to focus on well what actually do you want and are you actually allocating your time appropriately to do it and i guess that also then depends on on what your job is because you know uh, i would argue that my job is not is not to do with you know so many hours times a day right my job is to make the tough decisions and figure out what needs to be done to take the business to the next level but someone mm -hmm. else or someone working for me might know that they need to put in the hours because they either they need to be seen to or they get paid for putting <laughs> in x number of hours at a, at a certain rate so i guess it, it, it it's a it's a it, it's a it's, there's not a one there's not a one size one what on size fits all but one of the things i really liked about about the book is we've all been on on time management courses and turned up late for them as you know you know all the old old stories um, <laughs> ironically <laughs> yeah yeah um well i've actually got a story about running a time management course which is the first paid work i ever did that i turned up for late which is classic um um but but there's you know the, what you're doing is you're not just saying look at your look at your hours chop the chop the hour into 15 minute segments or seven and a half minute segments Look at them and blah blah blah. You've kind of you've got a you've got a, a different approach, which yeah. which I suspect makes your your approach land better because most most time time management courses and I'm kind of I'm, I feel even nervous using that phrase in your presence. Thank most you. most of those <laughs> courses, you know, chop your week up, da 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 da, da do a to do list, da, da da da, put it in a schedule, go across here, go up here, go down here. And then, and then everything's wonderful, and and people come away with reams of good ideas, and five days later they're back where they they started. So, so let's just start off with your your approach to how how we look backwards, because your your thing is you're really keen on this this you know where are we now, where are we going, doing the audit first. So, so talk about how how you think people should audit their time in the first place. Well, the, the, the key for me was getting, you know, 
you know, you know, when I said that I was kind of breaking out myself and I was wanting to create my business around coaching and people said they don't have enough time. And I was sitting there thinking, well, given the, given the role that you say you're doing, you should have time for that. So and, and I'm a natural problem solver. You know, my background was in math. My degree was in mathematics. So I was very logical looking at okay, well, what's going on with your time. And that's kind of where the, 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 the method, the kind of genesis of the method for diary details came from. when I was actually managing one person when I was working in the city and they said, I haven't got any time. And I said, well, just out of interest, what are you spending your time on? And I just gave them a piece of a pen and a piece of paper and said, tell me in, you know, nothing less than 5% blocks. What is your week taken up on? And they started going through all this stuff. And eventually they got to this 40% ban. They said, oh, 40% of my time is spent on doing this. And I'm going, what's that? And it turned out that it was something that they were convinced they needed to do. And I said, but I gave you your job. I know what your job is. And I'm not sure that's part of your job. And they said, well, it's not really part of my job, but I need it done because this person needs to do it. And if they don't do it, I can't do my job. So I'm having to do it for them because they can't. And it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So you've now convinced yourself that something is yours to do when actually it's not, even though I understand it's blocking you, but there's another way of dealing with it. And so for me, what I started to get people to reflect back on, well, what is your week filled up of? Yeah. And I bought it into it was originally three, then it went to four and now it's five colours. It won't go any more than five colours. And each of those colours, green, amber, red, brown and blue. And the idea is to get somebody to look back at their ex at an existing week in the past. And once they got into the flow of doing it, that week in the past is their last week. And the idea is to look at that and, and categorise what each of those things that they've done in that week, what colour they were. And as a spoiler alert, <laughs> the green things are the essence of leading, making things better. So that's strategic thinking in your business where you said, I'm going to make the big decisions and decide how to get somewhere. That's an example of green behaviour. So that's leading. This is a bite-sized version of the hour-long video. To watch the rest, visit guidedmemberhub.com.